I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey guys, and welcome to Paranormal Thoughts Podcast, and as always, thanks for joining me. In this episode, I'm going to do something I haven't done in a little while, and just kind of um, talk about some thoughts I'm having kind of on the um, on the world at the moment, and how the paranormal's kind of fitting in uh, to everyday sort of life, and how, I don't know, I used to kind of, when the podcast first started, have these sort of almost discussions, which, you know, super super kind of personal and almost just like it was a way to just get my thoughts out but that's kind of where the podcast originally started but I haven't really gotten back to those roots in a little while and it sort of just felt right to you know just take a little bit of time now just to um talk to you talk to you all and you know I'd love to hear your thoughts and some of the stuff as well but just before we get into any of that though I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw I've made a couple of posts about hitting over 100,000 total listens on the podcast, which is absolutely insane. The podcast is turning three, I think, in the next um, maybe month and a half, two months sort of time. And the fact that there's been over 100,000 listens to, you know, some of those old episodes, just absolutely, it's incredible. I would have never have dreamt of it when I originally started the podcast if you've listened to the very first episode I didn't even know I was going to do a podcast to be honest I just kind of recorded a bunch of ideas and put them up online and you know I remember when that very first episode had 50 listens and I like I was blown away I was like 50 people have heard this uh and now you know over 100,000 uh downloads have come taking place so just massive thank you to all of you for listening because it's you know as long as you guys keep listening I'm going to keep making this so big thank you there uh, as I mentioned then, I'm on Instagram, also on Facebook. Uh, we have a blog, which is paranormalthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, I also have a PayPal donation um, option as well if you want to donate. Uh, no pressure at all. And we also have some shirts, which I'm currently wearing right now. Uh, I pretty much live in uh, in them. So if you want to have a pretty sick design, in my opinion, um, of a, you know, a UFO with uh, Paranormal Thoughts branding, uh, jump on to teespring.com and check us out there. All these links are down below uh, in the description of this podcast. So uh, let's get on with what it is I'm just going to throw at you today. So as I said, this is kind of uh, it's kind of nice because I don't really have anything in front of me. Usually, you know, I have some notes 
just to kind of keep me on some sort of tangent. Uh, so it's going to be really loose, but I think that might be kind of fun, uh, to be perfectly honest. But in the last, I don't know, I feel like 2017, I don't know, I don't know what it is about that year, but I feel like that year was a massive shift. Uh, I feel like a lot of stuff kind of started to happen, in my opinion, you know, uh, a big one, which is, you know, still being talked about today was To The Stars Academy. As some of you probably know, is Tom DeLonge's uh, multimedia company, but the, the academy side of it's the whole sort of space and science department of that, where they released some pretty incredible images of some uh, UFOs being, which were filmed from some Air Force aircraft. I remember seeing that footage for the first time. I was actually in America. I was on a bus doing a tour and I just remember, the, I knew the footage was coming out. I knew they were going to be releasing something when seeing that footage and going, holy shit, like this is pretty nuts, right? And then even now uh, I might like walk past a TV here in Australia that's playing, you know, just free to air general sort of daytime news and they're playing these clips as if they're kind of brand new um but it kind of just goes to show how long things kind of take to catch on but me seeing that kind of stuff like even just being at work and seeing that on tvs it's 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 coming it's just seeping in more and more to everyday life and you know the it's so easy for me now to talk to people about the paranormal you know i sort of struggled with it like I don't know. I remember being back in school and sort of telling people I was interested in it and they would think it was pretty bizarre. Uh, I don't really give a shit though because I loved it that much that I'm like, yeah, this is what I believe in. And I kind of leave it at that. But now um, I'm pretty like this is a big part of my life is, you know, the paranormal. And I'm more than happy to try to represent that in some sort of way, you know, and actually do it some justice, uh, which I kind of hope I can do here on this podcast. But I've just been finding it so much easier to open up to people or they're, they're even curious, you know, like I've had friends come up to me who know I'm interested in this and they want to actually start having like a dialogue about it rather than just kind of, you know, being like, oh yeah, any new, uh, any new uh, Bigfoot sightings that you've uh, heard of? And, you know, you could rattle some off, but now I'm finding more and more people becoming interested, which is, it's, it's full on actually. It's, it's an exciting time, I think, because, you know, 10 years ago, what, I would have been like starting high school and I just remember, you know, telling people there and they would just thought it was fucking strange and like, oh yeah, sure, like UFOs and bullshit. But now like such a massive part of the population are actually starting to come around to what, like the evidence that we've been presenting. And I definitely think it is becoming um, pretty difficult to argue that something isn't going on, you know. You know, for things like ATIP, uh, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, uh, admitting that they had $22 million of budget to actually, you know, be looking into UFOs, you know. So it's, I think it's becoming, and you can argue this point with people now, that no, there's there's money being invested in this and there's people who are coming forward and they're talking about things they've worked on, things they've seen, um, you know, things that have become, you know, declassified or things are definitely coming to the surface more and more. And as I said, it's a very interesting time and I'm curious, and I just was talking to a friend last night about this, I'm curious, as we all are all the time, about what is kind of the truth and what is sort of being uh, muddied and sort of, you know, the, the truth is being somewhat bent just to kind of all throw us on a tangent and uh, obviously have us being distracted, you know. For one, I've never spoken about Tom DeLong on this podcast, I don't think. Anyway, I may have mentioned him really briefly. I don't know about any of you, but I grew up on Blink-182. I'm not going to lie. That's that's probably still like my favourite 
band of all time. You know, it's right when I got into music, um, just growing up with that. And then from, you know, the very start, I knew that Tom was interested in uh, extraterrestrials and UFOs. And I was the same, you know, a long time before I'd even heard of Blink. And uh, so obviously when he came out, I think it was like 2015, that he was going to literally just focus on looking for proof of the government's involvement in these these top secret kind of uh, programs. I was pretty excited and obviously a lot of people kind of thought he was a bit of a fucking lunatic and they're like, who's this dude from this pop punk band? Like, who's he think he kind of is? And, you know, over time he has given us some dribbles of uh, information. Uh, obviously the big sort of stuff being the footage that I sort of just mentioned earlier that uh, To The Stars Academy put out. But, you know, he is a great example of someone who could be being manipulated to give out disinformation and actually, you know, kind of throwing us off uh, on, you know, like, look over here, like, look, we'll give you the tiniest little bit, you know, here it is, but, you know, completely ignore the big picture that's actually going on just over here, you know. So that's always something I'm curious about and how much that's actually kind of going on as more and more is coming out into the, you know, general public. And, you know, it, it must it must have to be happening, right, because more people are becoming, more people are coming around to the ideas you know, people are kind of waking up to things and they're not believing everything they're seeing and reading anymore. People are trying to, you know, um, be a little more free in their thinking, which is great. I think it makes sense to do some disinformation, right? Because people are hungry for this. More than ever, people actually want to know the truth. So why not put out, you know, a couple of white lies or, you know, just a very small portion of the truth just to keep people entertained. And, you know, I often think, like, what if one day we actually found out the whole meaning of all this, you know, and I'm talking specifically right now to, I suppose, extraterrestrials, UFOs, and how that actually impacts on our everyday life, right? What if we got the full story, whatever that might be, okay? Obviously, we all have our ideas, and I've been pretty open about what I, how I feel and how I view it, but um, what if that all happens, you know? <laughs> like, one reason we love the paranormal, right, is because we're, we're all here trying to get the truth, and we're, all, we're curious in things that are unknown, and what if that is one day all laid out on the table? Where does that sort of leave us? Do we continue to look into it? Or is it kind of like, okay, do we or do we conti- do we find something else? That's kind of new. And I'm always interested because I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't think we're ever going to know the full truth. But it just blows me away that one day what I'm talking about right now might not be relevant at all because it would just be like, yeah, extraterrestrials, yeah, cool. Like they had this involvement. They've given us this technology and whatever, you know, like it's – that kind of blows me away that one day that could be the dialogue between us all is like, oh man, could you, do you remember like back in the day when all that shit was covered up and people had a podcast and, you know, made videos about this shit. And now it's like, oh yeah, we all, we all know everything, but I don't think that will ever happen. But that's the thought that always runs through my mind. And I'm sure, I'm sure some of you have also had that same sort of thing of like, what if we do get the full picture, but I'd be very surprised that ever happens. And I don't think, I don't think anyone is ready for potentially all of that anyway. You know, it's, I think it's bigger than all of us in a sense. So, you know, who really has the full picture? I'm sure some might. Uh, I think sometimes we give a little bit too much credit too, potentially like, who knows, there might not even be that many people who do know the full picture, if any of them even do, you know, it's kind of like, it's hard to actually know because it is so secretive. 
And as I've spoken about on the podcast before, you know, people I've spoken to about abductions and, you know, people who are really close to the topic kind of really have a lot of the answers, I feel, um, or at least pieces of what's kind of going on. So do we really need, you know, a government type body to come forward and say, hey, this is what's going on when, you know, they may or may not have uh, the full information anyway. So I think all of us kind of have a somewhat of an idea just from accounts and uh, all the research everyone's sort of done to sort of start putting some pieces uh, in line, kind of, you can kind of make your own conclusion to what is actually going on. Now, obviously, Area 51 is, I don't know, it feels like such a dirty topic to me now. Like, once upon a time, it was this pretty cool, really conspiracy kind of thing, you know, like it was only a few years ago, actually, uh, to, like declassified as actually, you know, existing. I have spoken about Area 51 on here before. I've even gone on other people's podcasts and spoken about it at length. I don't really want to go into, you know, the whole history of it because you can go back and find that episode that I've done. But it's obviously, you know, become a meme at the moment, which is fine. It's I think it's still good to raise awareness of it and that's kind of what this whole meme is doing, the whole Storm Area 51. When I first sort of saw, saw it on Facebook, I kind of thought, oh, okay, cool, and then literally... Two weeks later, it was fucking everywhere. It really blew up. Uh, I couldn't escape it. And then, you know, everyone's starting to send me memes and like, oh, Dylan, check this out. Like, this is right, be rally. And, you know, some of them pretty funny and everything like that. But it's such a it's such an interesting movement, right? Like, I don't know what's going to happen um, next month when it actually does take place. Obviously, you know, people are going to go and I'm sure some people are going to, you know, try to cross onto the base, onto the, you know, onto the land. But Obviously, officials out there already know what's going on, so they're going to be pretty well prepared for, you know, just people going out. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of media people as well just going out to get some footage, get some coverage of what's going on as well. So I think it's going to be a real shit show out there because it's kind of like a one road in, out sort of system. And, you know, like a lot of people go every year, but never that many people on one particular day. So obviously, in my opinion, if there was anything... Okay, I think there was something definitely out, um, you know, especially out at S4 off uh, Area 51, off Groom Lake. But surely anything that was once there sh- surely can be there now. As soon as it was, you know, released as like, yeah, we have a secret uh, air base out here where we test a lot of um, top secret uh, aircraft, surely anything that wasn't wanted to be, you know, found uh, should have probably been moved or who knows. Um but I like I like the passion that people have in the sense of, yeah, it's it's a joke obviously, but I think a lot of people still actually want the truth and they're curious about what's actually out there, and they feel like it's their right to know. It's interesting because it's kind of brought a new light to it. Obviously, there was a lot of talk once it was um, once it was actually released to the world that yeah, this does exist. What you've known about for you know. 30 years actually does exist. Wow. Uh, and now the fact that pe- people are talking about it once again. So it's actually, it's cool in that sense, but I'm curious to see what's actually going to happen with it. So obviously all of this is stemmed from Bob Lazar. Now I've spoken about Bob Lazar on the podcast back in um, that Air 51 episode I mentioned earlier. I'm sure a lot of you have seen the Jeremy Corbell documentary that's up on Netflix. Definitely go give it a watch. If you know anything about Bob Lazar um, before watching it, it's nothing new. Uh, I guess it's just kind of Bob as an older man kind of retelling his story, uh, a little more fed up, I suppose. But it's pretty much the same thing, which I was a bit disappointed by because, well, I don't know, I guess 
what can you expect though? He he's not he doesn't really know any new information. It's more just about like a modern day take on it. So This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. If you followed Bobble's Bazaar closely like I have, it's nothing really new. If anyone who doesn't know, I'll give you a very brief rundown. Bob Lazar was employed out at S4, which was a base off Area 51 or Grim Lake. And his job out there was to reverse engineer the power supply of this aircraft. And at no given point was it was he told that it was an extraterrestrial craft. But from him actually researching it and trying to figure out how it operated, he realized that the technology here on Earth did not exist. So it was obviously something that was developed elsewhere and now we here on Earth have ownership of it. He has figured out how a UFO works to a certain extent and he breaks this down in the documentaries, a lot of interviews of him online breaking this down. Uh, and a big thing with him is that he believes that the element, which wasn't actually discovered at the time, which was uh, element 115, is the power supply for the craft. So this documentary comes out and it's definitely sparked a new life in the whole Air 51 kind of thing. Like it's that perfect domino effect. Like Bob Lazar's kind of come along at a great time, you know, like sure he came out back in like in the in the early 90s about this whole um, this whole short time is actually out at the uh, out at Air 51 working on 
his craft. But since then, he kind of went quiet and, you know, put it all sort of behind him. But now, I don't know why. I'm sure, obviously, a reason would be money, surely, that he's come out, which is completely understandable. If you have a story to tell and people are willing to pay for it, then go for it. I don't think that, I don't think it changes if it's factual or not. Um, people can get paid, like, it, it makes perfect sense. But I'm sure that was a big motivation. And maybe, I don't really know what else the motivation would be, why, you know, uh, almost 30 years later, well, actually, yeah, like 30 years, yeah, it would be 30 years this year um, coming out and talking about it again, but not really bring anything new to the table either. But that whole documentary is definitely the thing that has spiraled the whole Storm Area 51. And, you know, it's interesting when you kind of step back and see all these pieces kind of coming together and what's what's going to happen, you know. More and more people are becoming hungry for this information. More and more people believe more than ever, you know. Like, look look at the X-Files back in the 90s. Like, that was a massive push, I think. Um, I think that was a... It was a massive catalyst, I think. Like, you know, people growing up in that time, seeing that. And, you know, I love that show and how, how much it kind of knows about specifically knowing, you know. I think in the last 30 years, for sure, you know, kind of stemming from Bob Lazar you know, even having popular culture, like, you know, um, like things like X-Files and so on, all these, you know, high-profile people now coming out. Uh, even like I mentioned in the last episode, um, Robbie Williams, you know, the singer has now come out and he's talking about some of his UFO sightings and, you know, he speaks about actually um, writing a song about UFOs and actually seeing a UFO while he was recording it. And so there's a lot of, a lot more people coming forward and speaking about it. So it's not taboo anymore which is actually it's it's great for one uh it's still obviously it's never gonna completely appeal to everyone which i completely get but i think if you are pretty firm in your beliefs or at least you know you are educated enough to make a a reasonable come to a reasonable conclusion and you can share that with people i think it's a really good thing to do to sort of you know really stand behind uh, the thing that we that we love, you know, and obviously I've kind of started this podcast by saying the paranormal in you know 2019, how it's really stemmed in to uh, everyday life. But I have more so just kind of gone on about uh, UFOs and extraterrestrials. That's always the thing that's kind of at the front of my mind. But in saying that, um, the amount of reports I see for things like you know shadow people and skinwalkers, things I've spoken about quite recently on the podcast, uh, all over Reddit. Uh, you know, even go to like things like Flat Earth now, you know, like that's massive and it has been around for a really long time, but everything like that, it's it's as big, it's bigger than ever. You know, um, I was talking to a friend about, you know, the sort of the, the time periods of, you know, things happening, like the heyday of people seeing UFOs and then sort of the heyday of people having abductions and now it's kind of the point of... um we're sort of past all that now. It's really getting into the nitty gritty. Like, what actually does this all mean? You know, I think we're sort of we're very close to, I think something big kind of happening. I don't know. It feels like it's all, and I'm not saying that because if people want to go and storm onto Area 51. Like that, that literally won't do anything, right? Like, it's bringing attention to something that is good in a sense that you know I think it's good that people want disclosure and shit like that. But uh, they're going about it the wrong way but I think if that many people like you know how many millions said they would would go and do it right they can invest that energy into a different facet of actually trying to get disclosure and you know all, all those people start trying to take on some research and educate themselves and educate others about what could be going on I think that would be a much better way to actually go about doing what we're sort of doing you know but 
it's very interesting and I must say I'm excited that in this time, um, in this day and age, it's so easy for anyone to do some research. It's easy for people to share their thoughts um, and kind of, you know, I guess once upon a time you would have to like written a book, which I definitely don't have that sort of um, capacity. I don't have that capability of doing anything like that. So the fact that I can come on here and just kind of speak to uh, quite a large number of people uh, in one easy sitting about what I think is kind of going on. And I don't know, it's it's an interesting time and I'm very curious to see what is going to come of it all, you know. I'd love to know all your thoughts, you know. Where's the world heading at the moment? Is Disclosure coming any closer or do or is it just kind of an illusion that that's the case, you know. Um, it's definitely aliens, UFOs have uh, become like a real hot topic and, you know, they've been a hot topic for as long as I've been alive, obviously, but they're getting hotter and hotter. More and more people really want to get to the source of things. People love imagery of the stuff as well. Uh, all paranormal, you know, like the amount of shirt companies I see now who are, you know, printing like Loch Ness Monster t-shirts and, you know, Bigfoot kind of merch. It's it's definitely got its own. It's our community regardless of any of that. Like we're the ones who are really building that up to a certain extent, but it's breaching out for people to, you know, make money off selling merchandise and, you know, people creating content out of this. It's really blown up. You know, once upon a time we had Coast to Coast AM, right, in America, and that was the kind of your way to hear about some of the uh, the weird and paranormal. But now it's like the amount of podcasts that are out there and radio shows that can talk about this, people making YouTube content. It's such an interesting time and it's just growing bigger and bigger. And, like, I think podcasts are amazing, right? Like I know I don't talk about my personal life too much, but um, I'll just say this, like, briefly. I work in radio right now, right, nothing to do with, this podcast, but I work in radio and podcasting is the future. I have to say people have quite short attention spans, right? But I think since things like Netflix, where you can literally stream an entire show in a day, people are willing to sit there if they're entertained for long enough, right? People can ingest bigger pieces of information. They don't want short three minute talk breaks anymore. Um, Sure. Some people will still, and that's fine. But I think People who are aware of how powerful podcasts can be uh, and the, how powerful they are, I think you can really get some benefit. And I think it's a great way. I'm not, and I'm not even talking from my perspective. The amount of podcasts that I listen to, which you know, it it really gets you through things. I think it really sort of like lines up your day. And the fact that you can listen to something that you you love uh, and actually learn something and hear people's thoughts and you know have a laugh, it's it's pretty incredible. So. Everything's just kind of bubbling up right now and I'm really excited and keen to kind of see what is going to happen. Um, and, you know, I'm just – and as I said, sort of said too, like this podcast has really grown in the last three years. So I'm excited to see what this podcast can kind of achieve and what I can try to bring for all of you guys because, as I mentioned, I've had that many people like message me in the last couple months just telling me how much they – love the podcast, what they like, what they don't like, what the, you know, what they want more of. It blows me away. And like, I think it's fine to get a little like sentimental here because I did, as I mentioned, you know, we've hit quite a bit of a milestone and it's been going three years now. And I think this is the perfect kind of format because I'm just kind of talking to you all. Um, even though, you know, I don't do it for the numbers, I do it because you guys, you know, you guys are here listening and it's really good for me. It's definitely helped me. I think, Three years ago when I started the podcast, I was feeling a bit lost. I'd finished uni. I didn't have like full-time work. I was kind of just doing freelance uh, in my industry. And, you know, I had a lot of time on my hands. So it was kind of a perfect time. And it 
it was like the most stable thing in my life, to be perfectly honest. It other than like my relationship, <laughs> I'll, I'll just you know, I'll just factor that in. But um, in terms of you know any creative projects I was doing, I was never in full control and you're never really in full control of your job either. You know, you kind of get employed or unless you work for yourself, you, you get employed and you can lose that job at any sort of time, which I've spoken about on here, you know, uh, and the last sort of 18 months have been crazy for that sort of stuff for me. But um, this podcast was and still is the only thing I have full control of in a sense where I am the one who has to get up every day and go and make it happen. And that is such an honor to be able to do that, I must say. Like, it's, I put a lot of pressure on myself to do it correctly. It's important, I think, for anything that you want to get something out of. Um, you really have to put the time in and have a high expectation of what you can kind of achieve from it. So for me, that's, that's really important. And it's definitely given me some sort of stability, I must say. Even though, like, you know, I might, I try to post every fortnight, but that sometimes doesn't happen. And I feel really odd if I don't have an episode sort of in that two week rotation. So it's, it's definitely kept, kept me grounded and I've met so many people from doing it. And now that, you know, a lot of you are reaching out because the thing I see, I see that you guys are listening, which is sick, but, um, when you actually take the time to message me, um, it's so, it's so personal. And like, I just want to say thank you so much because, um, it's really made an impact on my life. I'm just, I'm just going to say that. Um, it's made such a positive impact. So I think I'll uh, start wrapping this up because it's getting a bit off, off sort of topic there. But so just to kind of recap all of that, I think something big is happening. I think we're on the right sort of direction. People are really interested in what's going on. We're more free. We're more open to talk about our passion within the paranormal. So I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry if you hated this episode. I think original fans from, you know, 2016, 2017 will probably get this kind of format, but I haven't done this specific kind of format probably since 2017. So if you're a new listener and you hated this, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, I might not do it again if that's the case, but it was nice just to talk, to be perfectly honest, and to let you kind of know when just at the end there, you know, talking about how much this podcast means to me. I'm not going to go back into that because it's really soppy and gross, but um, I think, I don't know. I'm just, I'm very, I'm very happy with where everything's leading at the moment with the podcast and also out in the world. So I'm going to leave this on a really positive note and I hope you guys, uh, wherever you're listening from, just know that um, I really appreciate it. Like, honestly, I appreciate it more than anything. I really hope that everything's going well for you guys right now. And if it's not, you know, tomorrow's a new day. We've just got to keep on trucking. Please feel free to reach out. I'm more than happy to uh, hear your stories. If you have like paranormal stories, just email me, send me a message on Instagram. Uh, I always read them and I always, you know, will let you know uh, my sort of thoughts because you often kind of leave it sort of open-ended. So I'm always like, man, like that's that's insane. So anytime, uh, I'm more than happy to hear from you guys. So thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating. It really helps. And uh, I really look forward to seeing you all in another podcast episode really soon. Thanks. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.